Well, Merry Christmas again, and uh, my thanks. Go ahead. Merry Christmas. Love it. Uh, My thanks to Terry and all the music folks, the wonderful music, and everyone making worship possible this morning. This morning, we continue our series for Advent and Christmas, and this is Christmas Morning, Rediscovering the Wonder of Christmas. This morning, we're looking at He's Been There, and we are in Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. It is the Christmas story. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was the house of lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In the same region, there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over the flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. When they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning the child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. May the Lord bless his word to our hearts and minds this morning. Well, we're looking at He's Been There. I love the story of this father and son who were out playing basketball, shooting hoops, and the father was six foot four, and he was making hoops so easily with the basketball, and the son was just six years old, and he was trying with all his might to get the basketball, and he just could barely reach the hoop, but couldn't get it in. His father kept encouraging him, said, come on, son, you can do it. And finally, in frustration, the little boy looked at his dad and said, dad, you don't know what it's like down here. Have you ever felt that way? I know I have. Uh, there's moments in my life where you feel like you're looking up the starry night and into the sky, and you know that God is the creator of all the majesty of the universe. We've had some spectacular, uh, stellar, and astronomical events in the last couple months, and you admire the majesty and wonder of creation, but then in the darkness of the hurt of your life, whatever that is, maybe it's the loss of a loved one, an illness of yourself or a family member, or maybe you're facing financial stress or relationship difficulties that just seems like the blackness of night, and you look up to God and say, God, do you know what it's like down here? And I think the answer to that is the answer of Christmas, of Christmas Eve and Christmas morning, that God would come to us not as a, not as a, a prince riding on a horse or a great king, a king yet to be, but first as a baby 
born to Mary and Joseph, humble parents, in the humblest of circumstances, in the darkest night, in a lowly manger made of wood, stone, and hay, wrapped in just swaddling cloths. Didn't even have a place for them in the inn, but someone opened the door and made room in a stable, and they made that heart and home. Today, I think that's the answer for so many of us as we wonder, does God care and does God know what it's like down here? The answer is yes, Emmanuel, God with us. God with us in our most vulnerable moments, God with us in our most darkest moments, God coming to us and, and giving us comfort because we know that God has been where we are. God has been where we are. God knows what it feels like, not just from afar, way up there, with the wonder and majesty and awesomeness of all creation, but down here, lowly and in a manger. So wherever you are today, this morning, maybe you're in a good place in life, but maybe you or your family is struggling, or you just look around the world and you see poverty and injustice, and you wonder, does God really care? And I would say most assuredly with the Christmas story that God cares enough to come and to share our heartache and our heartbreak. God cares enough to come to share our darkness and vulnerability. God cares enough to, to share every stage of our life, even being a baby. All those young years, teenage years, growing up into adulthood, God has, God has shared it all. And even going to the brokenness of the cross, God didn't miss a beat in any of our lives. And so when you go to God in prayer, I love that verse from Hebrews that was just read, that we do not go to a God who doesn't know what it's like to have the hurt and heartbreak of life. We go to God who is our high priest, who is the very throne of God the Father, there with us knowing the hurt and heartbreak that we go through, so that gives us comfort. But it also gives us hope, doesn't it? I mean, if God can come into the darkest night in the most great moment of vulnerability, and God can turn that darkest night into a, a night with, with light, with angels singing and angels coming to shepherds, and the shepherds coming and God reaching out to magi halfway around the world, inviting them with the star, what is it that God can't do? That gives us hope. Because God could take that vulnerable moment, and God could even take the heart break and heartache and death and loss of the cross and turn it into the resurrection, the greatest hope the world has ever seen. What is it today that you need hope shining into your heart and life today? What is it where you need hope? God is there because really what is hope? Hope is sort of the theological term and also the term just out in our society that, that the darkest moment in life has a night light shining bright enough to turn it all into something else and to transform it. And I love Christmas Eve when we light all those candles and we're singing Silent Night and all the lights are down and all the candles shine all the brighter. And I think it's that way in our lives too. When it is the darkest moment, the notes of hope shine brightest because of Christ. And we light the Christ candle again this morning. We lit last night, Christmas Eve, and lit our candles from that. Remember that each of those candles, hope, peace, love, and joy, come only from Christ. But in the darkest night, boy, it's hope that we need, isn't it? So wherever you are in your life this morning, I invite you to allow God to light a candle of hope that comes through the candle of Christ that first Christmas Eve. 
as we struggle in the chapters of darkness of life and heartbreak and heartbreak and whatever that is, or you just look around the world and you see the needs and, and we give so generously and yet the needs seem to still be there. We are making a difference, but there's so much more to be done. And sometimes the weight of that just weighs us down. But Christmas morning invites us to say, God is at work. God is coming in a baby, in a manger to transform all of life. God is bringing light into the night sky through angels' voices and shepherds' song. God is reaching out to magi around the world through light shining in the darkest night to change and transform all of life. Today is Christmas morning. It's a morning that we should celebrate. Whether we're young or old, rich or poor, near or far, that God invites us in to this special moment. And so, in Christmas morning, I invite you to remember that he's been there. Whatever moment in life right now that is causing you difficulty or darkness, whether it's in the past, maybe something that's guilty or you feel guilt from or you feel heartache or heartbreak from or hurt from, allow God to heal that. If it's in the moment where you're struggling from the pressures of life or whatever is touching your life with a kind of darkness, know that God is there to bring you hope and light and life and love and transform that. Or if the future seems dark because you don't know how things are going to work out and what God's plan and purpose are, remember that God is there. And sometimes God just transforms us and gives us the path one step at a time. But he has always promised to be there with us. Where we're, whether we're in a stormy night on the sea, we see him walking across the Sea of Galilee to come into our boat and to make the storm peaceful. Or whether even amidst the storm, God simply embraces us and wraps his arms around us and says, I've been there. I care, and I will see you through. God is there to bring us hope and peace and love and even joy in the darkest night because God transforms life. But it close with a story that I, I love, and it's of this father, and this time a young girl. And it was a thunderstorm and a night and uh, the lightning was flashing, the winds were howling, the rain was coming down, and the father took his daughter up and tucked her into bed and, and uh, said a little prayer and uh, turned out the light. And uh, the little girl said, Daddy, don't go. And the father said, everything will be okay. And so the father went downstairs, and pretty soon he heard his daughter crying and asked, you know, yelling for him upstairs. And so the father went back up, and, and uh, he said, everything's going to be okay. And she said, well, Dad, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really scared. And I hear the storm outside, and Dad said, it's going to be okay. And so I said another prayer, went downstairs, and again, he heard his daughter crying upstairs in the midst of the thunderstorm. And, and then the father went back up there, and he said, honey, everything's going to be okay. I know that God is here in the room with you. And she said, yeah, Daddy, but I want someone with skin on him. And God in the manger, God, Emmanuel, God with us, is God with skin on him. That God does know what it's like down here in the hurt and heartbreak of this world. That God is here even amidst the hurt and heartbreak, comforting us, giving us peace and hope, knowing that God will walk with us all along the way. And God is calling us forth from his heavenly home, saying that I can take the darkest moment of the cross and turn it into the greatest moment of triumph. And whatever you're going through, I've been there, and I will see you through. That is the message of Christmas morning, that God has come, that he's been there, and God comes in the darkest night to bring hope and life 
and love like no other. We join me in prayer. Lord, it's Christmas morning, a morning that changes all of history and changes every life the message touched. As we gather around your table this morning, help us to be touched again by your love that is deeper and wider and greater than any other, a love willing to share our life, a love willing to share our hurt and heartbreak, a love willing to share our darkest night because you love us so much that you came to be and share life as one of us. We thank you in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and all God's people said,